0: Hello and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Life Community Church, Lemington Spa. Recorded at one of our Sunday morning services, we hope this message inspires, equips and encourages you to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, For anyone who doesn't know me or you were fast asleep prior to those introductions or anything, my name's Chris. How was everyone's Christmas? Have we all had a great time? Yeah? Yeah? Fantastic. Well, I was really blessed to have a, a nice low-key Christmas this time around. It's uh, quite nice. For some reason, every year, we, we tend to invite both my grandparents around for Christmas dinner. And that's a fantastic time to have all the family together, and we managed to keep it civil this week. So that, that was a big win right there. Very happy with that. But uh, we sat down. We had this amazing feast. Now, my parents always put on uh, an amazing, amazing spread For Christmas dinner and it's normally enough to feed us then throughout the rest of the week as well like literally a week of cold cuts afterwards in fact I put my name on the last of the turkey for lunch this this afternoon which is going to be good but then we all sat down we watched the queen's speech which was spectacular as always and then we fell asleep (laughs) it's brilliant what more do you need for Christmas day it's fantastic and at the moment we're in that sort of strange time of year aren't we where we're not actually really sure what day it is, what, what time it is. We wake up in the mornings, we're like, where am I? Who am I? What, what day is it? Except for obviously today being Sunday, we're, we're all gathered together here in, in church. But other than that, what day is it? What time? Is it appropriate for me to have a turkey sandwich at first thing in the morning when I wake up? How early is too early to start having just a little drink, perhaps? We're in that sort of strange sense of limbo where we're seeing off the end of of one year. We're seeing off all that's happened previously in our lives. And we're looking forwards now to all that is to come. And it's that strange sense of the now, but the not yet as well. We're, We're hoping and looking and dreaming and speaking life into all of this that's going to happen in the future. And we can see it in our mind's eye. But it's not yet. It's not yet. We've got to keep waiting for that. We've got to keep working for that. We're just one day away from the end of festivities. Just one day away from returning back to work or back to school, children. Are you looking forward to returning back to school? Parents are saying yes. (laughs) Adult uh, children, not so much by the sounds of it. We're just one day away from returning back to the usual, the drag, the droll of normal life. But does it have to be that way? No, exactly. Because I think actually the good news that we've been celebrating over the last few weeks, the good news of great joy for all men and all women that was proclaimed by the angels is just as relevant on the 2nd of January as it is today on the 31st of December. Amen? Fantastic. And that good news is that God became a baby. God came down and showed us his love. He met with us. I believe, because of that promise, because of the Christmas period, that 2018 is going to be a fantastic year. It's not going to be just a year of the normal. It's not going to be a year of the usual and the regular, but it's going to be a year of the supernatural. It's going to be a bigger year. It's going to be a greater year filled with hope, filled with promise, filled with expectation. And we're going to see God, in the life of this church and in our own lives, do amazing, amazing things. Who's with me with that? Great stuff. Well today I want to spend just a little bit of time talking about new beginnings and I'm I'm already aware of the time so we won't keep you too long today, don't worry. I want to spend just a few minutes though talking about new beginnings and what better time to do that than a time where we're looking back and seeing and closing the door on a previous year and opening the door into a new one. New Year's resolutions, who's got them? New Year is a fantastic opportunity to set goals and targets for us as we're moving forward. So there was a resounding no over here. Someone doesn't have some New Year's resolutions. How about over this side? Has anyone got some New Year's resolutions over here? Yeah, we've got a couple. Fantastic. And anyone else over here? Has anyone? Yeah, Pat's got some New Year's resolutions. That's brilliant. It's great to have targets for us to be working towards. Goals that we're hoping to achieve. What are we going to be working on this year? New year, as we said, is a great opportunity to look forwards into new potential, new possibility. Emmanuel, as we've just been celebrating, Emmanuel, our God is with us. Exactly, our God is with us. We've just spent time celebrating the God who chose to meet with us. Not as a king, not as a ruler or as a warrior, though he could have done all of that. But instead, he could have even, I should say, he could have even carried on on his merry old divine way and just completely ignored us. But instead, God decided to be with us. As the Bishop of Alexandria, I really should have practiced saying this guy's name, Athanasius, he puts it like this. God became what we are to make us what he is god became what we are a human being he became a child he grew up to be an adult to make us what he is righteous holy blemishless that is the story of christmas and it's true god could have revealed himself to us as a warrior or as a king but that's not what we needed you see, in the, in the times of the Old Testament, in the times between the Old Testament and the New Testament, you, you can read about hundreds and hundreds of great and mighty warriors who rose up to liberate the people of Israel. You can read about it in the apocryphal books. There's one which talks about the family of, called the Maccabees, and they lead the Israelite people against many different nations that oppressed them. Every time they became under the quash of an enemy power, that someone rose up ...and defeated them and put Israel back, but it was never enough. All the time, they ended up in another kind of exile. It was clear that a warrior wasn't what was needed. And in fact, it appears that Bonnie Tyler was wrong. And that Tina Turner was actually right. We don't need another hero. We're not holding out for a hero at all. The history of Israel and Judah is filled with accounts of good and of bad kings... The best of all, King David, he still fell short and he was unable to bring about the reconciliation between God and man. Something new was needed, something that hadn't been conceived before, something that was completely and utterly unimaginable at the time was needed. And so God emptied himself. He emptied himself of all of his divinity. He took on the form of man and in the exact manner of a child he took on the form of a slave and was eventually executed in the manner of a terrorist and a runaway slave see i don't know what example sorry what hurt or pains you're carrying with you into 2018 but i promise you that the baby that was born that we've just celebrated is just as relevant for us going forwards that baby grew up and he led us in an example that we can follow He led us in a way that we can become what he is. When God became what we are, he used that to set an example for us. Throwing off all sense of authority, all sense of divinity, and becoming what we are, leading us in that example. Today I want to take a short moment to discuss how we can make the most of this new year, how we can really use this time that we have coming up to make the most of it. And I want to start right at the very beginning. I want to look at the very first new beginning, as it were, if you want to take it like that. And I want to look at Genesis. If you've got your Bibles with you, why don't you turn to Genesis chapter 1? I'm afraid it won't actually be on the screen as uh, I'm not that organized. But um, come on. You wouldn't have thought it'd be so so difficult to find, would you? Really. It says this: In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. And then God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness He called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. And God said, let it be a dome in the midst of the waters. Let it separate the waters from the waters. So God made the dome and separated the waters that were under the dome from the waters that were above the dome. And it was so. God called the dome sky, and there was evening, and there was morning, the second day. And God said, let the waters under the sky be gathered together into one place and let the land dry sorry let the dry land appear and it was so god called the dry land earth and the waters were gathered together and he called them the sea and god saw that it was good and god said let the earth put forth vegetation plants yielding seed fruit trees and every kind on earth that bear fruit with the seed in it and it was so the earth brought forth vegetation Plants yielding seed of every kind and trees of every kind, bearing fruit with seed in it. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning, the third day. I'm going to skip on just a little bit now. And God said, let the waters bring forth swarms of living creatures. And let birds fly above the earth, across the dome of the sky. So God created the great sea monsters and and living creatures that moves of every kind with which the waters swam, and every winged bird of every kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful, and multiply, and fill the waters in the sea, and let birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth day. And we'll call it there, because uh, that's more or less made the point. The very first thing that happens in the creation account, the very first thing... God spoke. God spoke. He used his mouth. He uses his tongue. He speaks out. In the very beginning of the creation of time and space, as we know it, God was speaking. The spoken word, our spoken word, carries so much power. It carries so much might in there. In fact, in the New Testament, James compares it to a rudder on a ship, capable of steering the ship through the fiercest of storms. The words that we speak can bring life or death to any situation that we're in. What words are you speaking at the moment? As we're coming out of 2017, what words are you speaking about the times that you've had in this year just gone by? Maybe you're thinking, oh, it was a really hard year. I got there. But I Just, if only, if only... Or maybe you're speaking words of hope and words of life, thinking, yes, it wasn't a great year, but God God willing, God with us, next year is going to be a greater one. I want to challenge you. What is the primary use? Sorry, I want to challenge you. The primary use of the tongue for the voice, for words, it isn't communication. Yes, we can talk to each other face to face, and we can communicate with each other, but the primary use of talking Is for creation. That's what we see God doing. The very first use of speaking is creation. When you're in work, perhaps, and the boss asks you to work a little bit later in this coming year, which I'm sure will happen to some of us, what are you speaking over that situation? Perhaps we'd better keep that rhetorical before anyone shouts anything out. Uh, But what words are you speaking about that situation? Children, When you're in the playground at school and you're playing with your friends, maybe you're playing football on the school field or you're running around with your friends, what words are you speaking to your friends? Are they kind words? Are they words of encouragement? Are they uplifting? Or are you saying words that are mean, words that are hurtful, words that destroy rather than build up and create? In approximately, mm, yeah, about 12 hours now, most people in the world will be speaking the very first words of 2018, and I can almost guarantee, if I were a betting man, I would put money on it being these, these words, Happy New Year. <laughs> what an opportunity, though, to use the very first words of a brand new year to create life, to create something new in this situation. Just as it is with New Year's resolutions, it's great to speak out our hopes, our dreams, to speak out our promises to those around us, to breathe life into them. Why don't we speak out our hopes and promises for 2018? When Big Ben sounds and we first step into 2018, why don't you, I want to challenge you, spend some time speaking out your promises and your hopes for the year. Yes, wish each other Happy New Year. But why not spend those first words, offer those first words up to God and say, God, would you have your way? God, thank you that you've given me another year, another year in your blessing, another year in your promise. Father God, have your way in this year. We give it over to you, Lord God. If you're here this morning, or maybe if you're listening on podcast at home, and you don't know of this Jesus character that we speak of. Firstly, we've just made it through Christmas, and you've not heard of Jesus. Hey, that's, that's nothing short of the miraculous, you might, you might say. But hey, fantastic. Welcome. It's great to see you. Great to be with you. But I also I want to encourage you that a life with Jesus is so much better, so much more invigorating than you might think. It's so much more. It offers so much more than a life without can yes it can be difficult yes there will be challenges and trials but we know that we have that faith we have that comfort of Jesus a God who is with us the God who is with us we have Emmanuel I'm going to, uh, in just a moment, I'm going to be wrapping this, this message up now. We're keeping it nice and short. But in just a moment, I'm going to lead us in a simple prayer. Maybe you've got some New Year's resolutions that you've set, whether they're personal ones, whether they're ones for your family, ones for work. If you, if you own a business, maybe you've set targets and goals for your business. Uh, maybe children, you've set targets and goals for yourselves in school. You know, what, I want to achieve this, this, and this. Whilst I'm in school. Hey, that's fantastic. Why don't we, as we're saying this prayer, just bring those to our mind as we're praying to God about those. But as well, if if you don't know Jesus, then this would be a great opportunity just to maybe take that first step. I'm not saying that by saying this prayer, everything is going to be fantastic. Everything is going to be wonderful. And you're going to have joy abundantly in your heart. But I want to encourage you. Why don't you take that first step? Why don't you take that first step in getting to know God and in fact, I'm going to ask, why don't we all stand in this moment as, as I pray. Maybe you need a second or a third, maybe a fifth, a tenth, a fiftieth chance in this life. Well, hey, this is your opportunity to ask for that as we step into 2018. This is your opportunity. And I'm going to pray. I'm just going to say a few words. And why don't, if, you want to, if you want to repeat this prayer, why don't you repeat it back to me? We'll do a bit of, a, a bit of call and response, as it were. enjoyed this message. For many more resources and for more information, visit our website at www.life-cc.org.